As card-carrying bad cryptopians, we like to make waves in the blockchain world. So does Sasha Ivanov, the CEO of Waves Platform. It's an open-source blockchain platform that allows anyone to make their own cryptocurrency token. For example, there may or may not be a Joel coin. We also hear from Satoshi Nakamoto, as well as questions from listeners. Surfing the tastiest waves in all of the Republic, Travis and I are here to share a slice of virtual pizza and the latest crypto yumminess in episode 109 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? Dude, we're gonna we're gonna serve some tasty waves, dude. Bruh, so exciting. It's been such a long time. Mr. Hond. Because <laughs> you know, you know I, live, I live in Missouri. I'm like I'm, I'm like a thousand miles from a beach. What happened to Jeff Spicoli? Like Sean Penn, that dude looks almost as bad as Keith Richards. Yeah, he, well, he dated Madonna. I think that automatically takes like twenty years off the board. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was never like a virgin. I'm sorry, <laughs> but what, especially what, after being with Madonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got into the groove and hung out with the Material Girl, and um, then he needed to go see like a surgeon. Without <laughs> Yankovic reference. Yes, I get it. Any anybody know Al? I still want to meet him. He, uh, you know, I've I've said this on Facebook, and I'll say it here that um, you know people often ask that question if you could have you know lunch or dinner with anybody through all of history who would it be and you know you get the typical answers einstein you know you hear people say the president whoever it might be or you know they'll say jesus i'm like i hang with jesus every day already you know i'm good with you know with with, i want to like who can i meet here now i always answer weird al and I keep putting it out there. I've tweeted him. I've had people reach out to him. I've even written his publicist. I'm like, dude, I'm not some weird fanboy. I was there when you when your tapes first got played on Dr. Demento. I admire you as an entrepreneur, and I think you're hilarious and talented, but I would really love to just have a meal with you and, and have a discussion. So if anybody knows Weird Al, then uh, hook a brother up here. He's going to be coming to Denver for a show, which I have tickets for. You know, I think a little meet and greet or, you know, a, a quick uh, appetizer or something beforehand. What You know, why not? I'm, I apologize, everyone, for opening up the, the Weird Al can of worms. Then I realized my joke would turn into a Joel Com fantasy. It's it's uh, it's serious <laughs> and it's going to happen. I loved I'm I love it, too, man. That was like one of my because I used to listen to Dr. Demento as a kid. And it was just so hilarious. And I, I actually have video. I have video of me at age 10 in fifth grade. Me, me and my friend TJ Stewart, we were singing Eat It, uh, karaoke Eat It at age 10 for me. So how about that? Wind up your radios, Dimensions and Dementites. It's the Dr. Demento Show. Uh, he was great. Anyway, uh, we're demented. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think I so. You don't want to have Dr. dinner with Demento. him if he's still alive. You should want to have dinner with him. You know, don't tell me who I should want to have dinner with. I, would, I mean, I wouldn't turn them away. So demanding with your dinner invites. You know what? My, you know what? I, people ask me, they said, who would you like to have dinner with? And I said, Joel Calm, and all my dreams have come true. It's the Bad Crypto Podcast, and we are bad. The show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious, and we are so bad, it's good. 
and we're glad you're here. Got a great feature for you guys today with the CEO of the Waves platform. Uh, one of the uh, it's in the top twenty five, I believe, as of now. Let's see. Let me let me take a look here. You should Google the, this so we don't have to, Mister Jocom. Yeah, actually, it's number thirty seven in crypto market cap as of right now. We recorded this interview a few weeks ago. Uh, not the best audio quality. We had a hard time getting uh, Sasha to sound good, but the the content is really good, and we think you're going to enjoy it. In fact, we know you will. So let's catch a wave. Through the miracle of the internet, reaching halfway around the world, literally, we have with us the CEO of the Waves platform, which you've heard me refer to on this program a number of times, along with Travis. His name is Sasha Ivanov, and apparently he's in an office space that's kind of cavernous, so forgive the uh, the audio, but we feel like it's important enough that you hear from Sasha today, and, and welcome to Bad Crypto, Sasha. Uh, hi, guys. I'm... Very happy to be finally with you. So I'm really sorry about the echo because we have a very big office space probably it's because of that. Yeah, does that mean you're growing quickly? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly what I mean. So it's a very big uh, space, many people, uh, high ceilings, and probably it's impossible to get rid of this bad echo. Well, why don't you uh, go ahead for our listeners and tell everyone what Waves platform is? Uh, Waves platform is a blockchain uh, conceptually similar to Ethereum, absolutely different technically. And we are trying to create a system on which you can do anything you can do with blockchains, with open blockchains, but more like business oriented uh, compared to, for example, Ethereum. So we are focusing on like real world applications on transaction fees that need, need to be like low on a more efficient smart contracts. So we are trying to actually create an open blockchain system uh, that can really be useful right here, right now. Very good. Um, so so tell us a little bit about this. So you ran, uh, you had your launch a couple of years ago. Um, mm -hmm. How is your technology today? Is how, um, how have you built it out? And, and, and what, what, what purpose does Wave serve in, in the, uh, the blockchain space currently? Uh, so we want to be everything, actually. So we are not focusing on some particular application. We want to be uh, useful for, for everything you can do on the open blockchain. So what we have now, we have uh, the fastest blockchain in production. This is true. This is a fact that can be verified because we implemented Waves NG protocol and we can support up to 100 transactions per second now in production and potentially can be increased up to 1,000 uh, with optimization. Also, we have a decentralized exchange that has been live since about uh, January last year. So for one year, it's working. Millions of trades have been, uh, have been made on it. And uh, it's a very fast, efficient decentralized exchange uh, because it combines like the best of the two worlds, uh, like uh, security and transparency of blockchains and efficiency of centralization because matching is centralized and you can have a very fast decentralized exchange. If you install our application, you can see that the trades are almost instant, but they are decentralized. So you, you have approximately the same trading experience that you have, at, for example, Poloniex or Bitrex. Trades are fast, but you don't trust your money to any third party. And currently, we have very cheap transactions. You can send many transactions on our network 
uh, we support up to 100 transactions per second, and in, in about uh, actually in in May we are launching our smart contracts uh, system. It's going to be launched in stages. Uh, first stage will be quite basic, but it will help us support uh, multi-signature transactions, oracles, and after that we'll actually uh, present a system that can be used for most of the applications that can be done on the blockchain. So and we're going to be competing with Ethereum and uh, such things as EOS and and the like. You know, I remember hearing about Waves the first time probably last oh summer or so, it, just as I was getting into crypto. And I remember talking to Travis and saying, I wonder how I can set up my own coin. Now, we, we set up a bad coin on the BitShares platform, but I wanted to explore what it would be like to set up a, my own token on waves and so i actually i issued the joel coin and there, there's a million of them and what i liked about uh, what i saw is that you can basically issue your own token for the cost of the price of one wave right yeah exactly let me find your coin actually so probably it's it's, okay. it's joel coin uh, and J-O-E-L-C-O-I-N, and uh, I created a million of them. I am currently hodling all of them uh, because I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> uh, you could, for example, tokenize your time. For example, you can sell your time for your token. So if I buy your token, I can have a lunch with you, for example, or I can have a spot on your show or some consulting from you, you know, <laughs> something like that. Because uh, well, Let, me, let people... me ask you this then. Yeah. 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 Is is a follow up to that? How do I how do I put that coin out there as an exchange of value without it being a security? Uh, but it's not a security actually because see, it's not equity, so you don't really you know uh, connect it to any share in any existing business. You just tokenize your time, so it's closer to some kind of voucher. It's not equity, so it doesn't represent share in any kind of business. It just represents some right. Value. But my my question. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the question is, how do I put that? Right now, I have all one million of them. So, mm -hmm. how would I get them into the hands of people that would mm -hmm. use them? That's th this is the struggle I'm having because I can't uh, sell the tokens. You can sell, sure. You just have to 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 place a sell order in, in the client, and you can advertise it. You can so you can say, guys, I have my my tokens. Uh, up for sale, actually, you can go and buy them at tax. It's very easy. So we have a complete system in Waves. So you don't have to get listed at exchanges because we have an exchange right there. So you have a client, you issued your own token, you sold it, and it's within the same ecosystem. So we have everything in one place. You don't have to go to exchanges and ask for a listing because we have it right there, right on the blockchain. So, Travis, I know you have questions, but I really want to follow up on, on this here because I'm not sure I, I understand. My, my understanding, at least in the U.S., and I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a financial advisor, uh, I barely understand what I'm talking about, that if I sell the token, then I'm turning it into a security because I'm collecting money for it. Yeah, I don't think right. so. No, no, no. It's, it can be utility token. So you definitely know the difference between utility and equity tokens. Utility token provides some kind of utility, and you provide it. For example, if you tokenize yourself and you sell your time for the token, you provide utility by providing your services. And it's okay, according to SEC. It's, it's fine at the moment. I don't know. Maybe it will change their stance. 
But as far as I understand, because we are not in the US, but we have to follow this, these developments, they're fine with it. So they tell between uh, equity tokens and uh, utility tokens. And what so, you, so last, yeah. la- last question about this, and then Travis can jump in. So yeah. I, there's actually a, um, a Chrome plugin for your client, and I understand that pretty soon they're going to stop supporting it, but I'm looking at yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. How would I list... Um, my tokens for sale on the client, and how do I set the price? Where is that? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, you should install our new client because it's much, much better. It looks awesome, in my opinion. Uh, maybe some people won't agree, but it, it looks good. And it's a it's a, it's an, a native desktop application. It's not a plugin because uh, Google is gonna stop supporting Chrome plugins, and we have to stop supporting it uh, too. But you can do it also in this, in this plugin thing. Uh, basically, you need to find a centralized exchange and you just put put up a sell order, just place a sell order and you uh, just choose your price from your understanding of the value that you provide. So it can be anything. I see. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's pretty easy actually. And then you can say that, guys, I, I placed my sell orders and you can go to the exchange and buy my tokens. And uh, you can do some kind of an ICO like this without uh, platforms. So you just issue your token, just place a sell order, and you invite people to, to buy it. And that's your ICO right there. Very interesting. I know Joel yeah. has been uh, been thinking about his Joel coin for a long time. He wouldn't he wouldn't even give me a, any one of the Joel coins. So he's very stingy with his Joel coin. <laughs> that's very unfair. I, I have a question about this. So you guys have a Waves Dex as well, which is a, uh, a secure decentralized exchange. Uh, I'm really yeah. curious about this because I think that our exchanges right now are very centralized, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially in America, and it's creating creating some problems. Tell us more about this decentralized uh, exchange that you guys have. Yeah, it's quite interesting because we have the fastest decentralized exchange that can be also verified. Please find me a faster one. Uh, why is it so fast? Because we combine centralization with decentralization. All actual value transfer takes place on the blockchain, so you don't have to send your tokens to any third party. You don't have to have your tokens stored at a centralized exchange. You uh, you retain control uh, over your tokens at all times. But at the same time, the matching procedure, uh, the procedure that uh, brings orders together, uh, is centralized. Through this, uh, it's very fast. So uh, there is no difference, at least for manual trading, between our centralized exchange and centralized exchange, such as Bittrex, for example, or any other centralized exchange. Uh, for uh, algorithmic trading, for bots trading, there might be a difference. But for manual trading, you won't see any difference because it's just as fast. And after we launched Base and G, all confirmations are instant, kind of. So uh, you just send your order. It's, it's uh, executed automatically if it's a market order uh, instantly. And it's, it's very fast and convenient. So uh, I think that we have the best solution for decentralized trading now. We had some issues with interfaces, but now we updated it. And people kind of like it now because uh, before it was not so good actually. Yeah. And what all types have... of tokens? What types of tokens can be traded on the waves? Uh, the waves uh, decentralized exchange. Any any type of token that you issue on the platform, and we have we support also through gateways. We support uh, external 
cryptocurrencies such as Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Zcash currently. That's all probably. And also fiat. We support fiat. We have our own uh, fiat tokens similar to Tether, actually. It's the same setup. So we have a company with financial license that uh, backs uh, euro and uh, dollar tokens. So we have Tether. It's not that Tether. It's our own Tether integrated right uh, into the platform. So you can trade fiat against any tokens supported by the Waves platform. You can trade any supported cryptocurrencies such as Ethereum, Litecoin against any other tokens and fiat tokens. And also we are playing to... After we, we, we've launched uh, smart contracts, we'll have atomic swap procedure that will allow us to make it more decentralized, the gateways. So you'll be able to actually do atomic swaps between external cryptocurrencies and waste tokens. It is going to be decentralized and you'll be able uh, to trade uh, very many cryptocurrencies. And on top of that, you'll be able to trade ERC20 tokens on waste platform, which is quite important because we understand that Ethereum is the leader and we have to support the RC20 tokens too. But Ethereum doesn't have the centralized exchange. They have Ether Delta, of course, but it's something different. We want to offer this opportunity to Ethereum people to trade their ERC20 tokens on our DEX. And it will be live in May or June this year. Travis, don't be jealous of the Joel coin. You can uh, you can make your Trav coin, you know, or the KC coin or whatever. Uh, you know, I've been playing with the Light client here, and I guess you've got a new interface, which I need to check out. Yeah. But uh, I, I noticed that there's a feature on here for leasing, yeah. which is basically yeah. staking your tokens, right? Where And so I've actually done that. I've got a minimal number of, of waves, you know, about 100 or so here. And um, I leased them out back in September, and I notice now I've got little bits of all kinds of tokens in my portfolio. Can you explain what, how the leasing works, what it does, and what it is that I'm seeing show up here in my portfolio? Yeah, so uh, we, we are a proof of stake system. So uh, in order to mine, in order to become a miner, you need to have some stake of waste tokens. But if you don't want to have your own server, and you need to, to support it, to maintain it, to, to run it uh, 24-7, you can lease out your tokens to a miner. And through this, uh, you get a share of his profits or her profits. And what you get actually is uh, the profits from the miners that actually are sent to you. So they receive different types of tokens because you can also pay fees uh, on waves, not only in waves, but also in custom tokens. So miners receive uh, custom tokens, tokens issued on waste platform as fees, as uh, their compensation, and they share it with leasers. So you get, and you also get airdrops because lots of airdrops are taking place on waste platform because people want to attract attention to their tokens and they do airdrops. Uh, it might be a little spammy, uh, of course, but we, 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 we fight this too. Uh, but actually airdrops is quite interesting thing because it, uh, actually, it's not. It's, it's better than ICO, in my opinion, from legal perspective. So many projects are taking this path. They're just uh, airdropping their token, and they provide some utility for this token. Through this, they can create some value, raise some funds without doing an ICO. So you receive airdrops. You receive uh, tokens that are earned by miners, and uh, they share these tokens with you. 
Uh, and if you just have some waves in your wallet and you just leave it there and you leave it out and you leave it there, in the months you have like, I don't know, 20 different types of tokens in your wallet just out of nowhere. So it's also nice, you know, it's some value out of thin air. So it's, every, it's, it's, it's always nice, you know, to get some money out of nowhere. Yeah, well, that, I'm looking at that right now, and I'm seeing I got an airdrop of a million crypto bar, and I've got mm-hmm. Ripto Bucks and Mercury and Minor Reward and Coffee Coin, yeah, yeah. McFly, Voltron, Waves Desk. There's a bunch of them here. Some of them are uh, one unit. Some of them are a few units. And like I said, there's a, there's a million Alex Merced coins. Some guy created his own and gave me a million. How would I airdrop? How would anybody airdrop a token then? Like, let's say I want to airdrop Joel coin to people. How would I do that? Yeah, just with a simple script. So now we'll, we'll make it better because in the next release that is already actually released and it's going to be activated in the week, I think, uh, we'll have a mass payment transaction and you'll be able just to put a list of uh, addresses in the wave client, just hit enter, and you have an airdrop without any need for uh, coding any kind of scripts. Now people just code some scripts and they just uh, do, this air, do these airdrops uh, through very simple scripts. Uh, in, in about a week uh, or two, you'll be able to do it in your client just by uh, using some kind of list with addresses and just hitting enter and it's 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 going to be sent out to all the people you want to send your tokens to great stuff i have a question now so about your your exchange as well because you know you you mentioned that you you know you you have your tokens are able to be exchanged within your your uh, decentralized exchange as well as ethereum bitcoin litecoin zcash and a few others now you also have some fiat gateways so the, these gateways that allow you to exchange to USD, euros, uh, Chinese yuan, or any other sort of real money, which can be deposited into a bank. So say I have, you know, just the other day, I, I, I sent some money to my bank account through Coinbase, and they took a nice big fee from that. So how does that work with your fiat gateways? If I transferred some Ethereum over there to Waves and I converted it into dollars, how does someone send that money back to their bank, and how which how many banks do you work with, or does it matter, or do you work with all banks? How, how does that all work? Yeah, yeah. so uh, crypto gateways are free to use actually, so only transaction fees are compensated. If you deposit Ethereum or Litecoin, it's kind of free. You need to pay the fee. That's all. For fiat, uh, we have free deposits and withdrawals uh, cost one percent, uh, so it's also quite quite uh, cheap. And we support euro and dollar. Currently, we do not work with uh, with the United States uh, due to limitations uh, of our financial institution in Europe. Uh, but uh, we mostly work with European countries and uh, mostly with uh, euro deposits. Uh, so we support all the banks. Uh, in Europe, you have a SEPA system uh, that allows you to send euros uh, across Europe like in 15 minutes. So it's quite efficient. And uh, I must say that it's just starting. So probably we need to find a better banking partner. We are in the process of this because you have uh, Tether, you have Ripple gateways, you have Waves fiat tokens. But uh, it's just be- just the beginning because I'm sure that soon banks or maybe even central banks are going to be issuing issuing their own uh, tokens connected to like real money. And we want to find 
good solid or like a reputable partner, banking partner to to work with us because it's not our business. We want to support only the technical part, and this gateway part should be supported by banking institution. And we are working on that too. So we will probably have a different setup, different legal entity in summer this year for our gateways. Hey, so let me ask you this, Sasha. What are some other things about the Waves platform that maybe we don't know to ask that it's maybe cool that you'd like our audience to know before we wrap this up? Uh, we have uh, so many things in, like, in the works. So we have, for example, a Swiss association that regulates uh, token sales. So we are just uh, inviting there. We started inviting some uh, big partner there to work with us on standardization of ICOs. And it has been announced and it's going to be launched soon. Also, we have a crowdfunding platform uh, for bigger token sales in Singapore that was discussed with uh, MAS for about half a year. And now, finally, we're launching this. We have also some permission blockchains in the works. Something similar to Ripple is going to be announced soon too. Very many things. Uh, different ICOs taking place on the platform. Uh, really, you know. So probably the most interesting thing, uh, upcoming thing, is uh, smart contracts on Waves. Because as soon as we have smart contracts, we're going to be like competing with Ethereum because we have this functionality which is really needed business logic on the blockchain. Plus, we have a very cheap transactions. Uh, where we scale better so we can support uh, more transactions and combined with smart contracts that can become a game changer. So we have very many different things in the work, uh, in the works and I suggest you follow our platform because many, many very big things are coming because uh, it's not so obvious now for many people, but we have very many things uh, that are not announced yet and will be announced soon. Well, it's definitely, it's had my attention. And uh, I think, you know, now that you've got a new client, I'm going to take a closer look. The website is wavesplatform.com. And you guys can see about the product, the company, find out how to, to get waves. And, and right now on the site, you have download client. Is that still the Chrome? Do we need to use the online client? No, 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 no. It's, it's a desktop application. Desktop application. Okay. Native desktop application. If you have time, please download it. It, it. it looks fine, in my opinion. It might be, in my opinion, the best uh, cryptocurrency client to date, from the looks of it, at least, in my opinion. That's great. Uh, yeah. Sasha Ivanov, CEO of Waves Platform, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for your invitation. So, Travis, as I mentioned in that interview, I do have Joel coin. I created a million of them, and I'm currently hodling the whole mill. Uh, they, they are all in my possession, and I haven't decided what to do with them yet. So I, I'm open to suggestions. If you guys want to go into the mastermind and look for this episode at badco.in forward slash mastermind uh, and, and comment on here and let me know what you think I should do with the Joel coin and how do I bring value to others with it and not turn it into a security, okay? So uh, come in and leave your comments and let us I know. Think, I think if anyone, the only people who should have Joel coin are people who are named Joel. Like give some to Billy Joel, uh, give some to Joel Osteen so he can give it out. 
<laughs> Only people named. They'd have to give it to other Joels. I mean, what's what is it, what's the utility of it? There's no utility in well, that. Well, it's the it's the Joel Kumbaya, you know, and everybody's like, yeah, that is we a are bad. Joel. That is a bad suggestion for a token, Mr. Travis, right? Well, I mean, you're trying to keep it to be worthless, and that's about pretty worthless as you can get. Well, no, no. I said I don't want to turn it into a security. I don't mind it having value. I just, I, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with the SEC's people, right? It's a, it's a utility token. So what is the utility for it? Badco.in forward slash mastermind. Look for the post for episode number 109 and leave your comments there. And speaking of comments, here's this. Bad Rico voicemail. You have one new message. Hello, Travis and Joel. This is Satoshi Nakamoto. I am in the hills of Okinawa, Japan, calling you uh, with greetings. And I would like to invite you, especially Travis, since you are a little bit more round, to come and enjoy some delicious karage. It is a deep-fried Japanese uh, chicken, which is coated in potato, sort of like your American French fries. Thank you very much for supporting Bitcoin and stay bad. Oh, so thanks for calling. First of all, Satoshi Nakamoto, very friendly of you to call in. Second of all, didn't know you were a fat shamer. (laughs) (laughs) I just say, wow, Satoshi Nakamoto called me kind of fat. All right. What a dick. (laughs) Satoshi Nakamoto is a dick.com. Stay back. <laughs> well, P- Paulo isn't uh, isn't as bad as Satoshi. He writes and he says, "Hi, Joel and Travis. I'm 32 years old, Brazilian, a 3D designer, and certified flight instructor, living now in Massachusetts. And I'm looking I, for a female. Why? And is somewhere in that also in that? Oh, it's not a date. Oh, I thought this was ASL." <laughs> I'd say I'm addicted to podcasts. I listen to several Brazilian and American podcasts. When it comes to cryptos, bad crypto podcast is the best bad podcast about the subject. It's on my top three podcasts in general. I've been binge listening. And as I drive a lot each day, I don't even care when I'm stuck in traffic. You know that Travis, we are like the cure for road rage. Mm, That is so nice. I've learned a lot. I'm still learning on the go as you. Thanks to you guys. I'm finally feeling comfortable to dive into the new crypto world. Thanks for the amazing work. Stay bad. We will continue to stay bad and uh, no distracted driving. You know, like if you start laughing too much that you can't keep your eyes on the road, then uh, the med crypto is bad for you. Yeah. Be careful out there because there's other people who have road rage who haven't found the remedy, which is listening to the bad crypto podcast. And so, you know, or they bought angry their Bitcoin. And they- at 20,000. <laughs> yeah, so. they bought their Bitcoin. <laughs> no wonder they have road rage. <laughs> what else do we got, Trav? Oh, we have a, uh, a message from Neil Dalvey. He says, what do you think about cloud mining? As my debt has dropped, which I paid most of it down, I only have my mortgage left. I have some money to invest. I will continue my traditional investments, but uh, would like to diversify into some cryptos. One option is just to buy crypto. Another is to invest in mining as a business, which can offset my taxable income, which is higher for 2018. Two avenues of this would be physical mining and cloud mining. What are your thoughts on returns of purchasing a cloud mining contract through Hashflare, Hashing24, Genesis Mining, or Minergate? I would appreciate your input. Thanks, Neil. What do you think, Mr. Jolcom? Neil, we are not financial advisors. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am not a mining advisor either. You know, you so I did play briefly with a cloud mining service just to test it out and see what it would be like. And I did not get the returns on it that I expected to. Uh, I have heard and, uh, you know, not really knowing this is just hearsay, but I've heard that if you're going to mine, do it yourself, that cloud mining, is, it takes you a lot longer to earn, you know, back because you've got to pay uh, to invest in, in, in the cloud service and they have to take a piece off of that. So, you know who makes uh, the most money whenever you are uh, doing cloud mining through my estimation, through Hashflare, Hashing24, Genesis Mining, MinerGate, any of those other ones? It's them because they yeah. are selling the picks and shovels to the people who want to be in crypto. So they're making lots of money. You're making a little bit of money. They're making lots. I don't know that cloud mining is the best solution. But then again, I've not personally done it just because of my own analysis on it. I thought, hmm. This does not sound financially viable, so I've stayed away from that. Now, however, we have had some conversations about uh, pooling some resources and getting our own mining equipment, but we've not pulled the trigger on that. So that's just one avenue that we've not gone down. Yeah, if I was going to mine with what I know right now, I would likely invest in my own gear, and I probably wouldn't mine Bitcoin. I would probably find a uh, um, another token that um, – that is in the top 20 or 30 that has a lot of use um, and would invest in something that's easier to uh, to play in the pool. Yeah, like a Monero or something might not be a bad one, but who knows? There's a lot of different ones. You can actually go on CoinMarketCap and you can sort those listings by which ones have mineable tokens. So that could be some way to figure out which one looks like a good opportunity that maybe more people aren't mining right now, but has a good financial opportunity. Speaking of Monero and uh, forks, there's actually a news story we can touch on here real briefly. Apparently, there was a hard fork that took place here, I think, just week, uh, just this last week. The fork is XMV. It's a hard fork. And I, I haven't gotten to go uh, too deep into it yet, but it's called Monero V or Monero 5, I guess. And uh, this thing is is dividing the community a little bit. Allegedly, if you're holding one XMR, which is Monero, you have 10 Monero V. They're uh, they're attempting to rectify the flaws of Monero. And they say that the, the developments are very conservative, but uh, it is a change and it is a fork. You've got some you've got a little bit of XMR, don't you, Trav? I, I like the Monero, and the reason is is that you know, the thought being, well, here are all these governments that are trying to regulate stuff, they're trying to figure out what you're doing and all this, and uh, privacy is very important, and Monero is one that allows you to have very good privacy. So not a bad token to have. Zcash also does that. Uh, Verge is one that uh, is debatable if people like that one or not. A lot of people think it's a coin. Uh, it is pretty inexpensive. Uh, but Zcash, Monero, Pivx, there are some other ones. Dash is also kind of has some good privacy elements to it. So private coins are something that I think are, are definitely uh, going to be more valuable in the future. Now, there are those that are calling the hard fork for Monero a scam. And, uh, you know, kind of like uh, Bitcoin private and Litecoin cash are both questionable. I, I know, you know, I've got a little bit of Bitcoin. I've got a little bit of Litecoin. And sitting out there somewhere on the blockchain, uh, I've got the forked 
coins as well. I think Bitcoin private is around $20 and uh, the Litecoin cash is probably around I don't know, 20 cents or something ridiculous like that. But they're out there. I don't know the utility for them and, you know, the likelihood that they're going to pick up any mainstream usage, but they are out there. And if you're holding these tokens at time of fork, you do get some free cryptos. Yeah, I got some of that super duper Bitcoin dot org. I don't know. There's lots. There's a lot of them out there. Super ultra diamond bad Bitcoin. Yeah, something. I think that was exactly it, I think. Travis, we got a big surprise that's coming for our listeners in the next episode, uh, the one that comes out. Well, uh, it doesn't matter when it comes out. It's the next episode, episode number 110. And all we can tell you about it is that we have heard you, citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, and we have a surprise that we think you are going to love. Or hate. I mean, people have opinions. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my dad always said opinions like Everybody has one. Oh my gosh. He says it. He still says it to this day. My mom always liked to say, uh, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> uh, so that's that's you the know, wisdom I grew up with. And now I know how it is you are able to stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.